Warning. This content is intended for mature audiences only. The topics discussed are raw, real, and straight fucked up. The weak need not apply, and the haters are always welcomed. First two... I just started. I just started. I just started. They be asking me like, "What's that? What you got on you?" Self-employed. What else? Mm, let's get it. Scully on with the ice on, flex hard with a my on. Looked at my wrist and it's my time, telling me that I'm an icon. All eyes when I come, thought my energy they overwhelm. Try to play me, that's a dummy move. Congratulations, just play yourself. Asking me how I got. First D fan, what's going on? This is your host, OB. Welcome to the first episode of the First Do Files. I'm here to just 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 run down a little background on myself for this first episode. Just just let y'all know who I am and how everything is going and where I'm coming from. So let me give y'all a brief intro about how I got interested in the fire service. Like overall, it basically just just fell in my lap. And that's crazy because I was literally chilling at home. Oh, my God. Still living with my parents when I get a text message from my uncle, which is on the job right now, been on the job for years. And he just said, yo, Neff, um, the fire department is hiring like you ain't doing that. You might as well just fill it out. And I definitely wasn't doing nothing at the time. I was unemployed, just just chilling, being a bum, but in and out of jobs and everything. But. He just sent me it. He said, "Here, um, I'm a, I'm gonna send you the link for it. Uh, I'm gonna send you the money to send it in, also." So I'm like, "Well, can't go wrong with that." So I might as well just fill it out. So I did what I had to do. I filled it out online, and um, not thinking anything of it. I'm thinking it's a long shot because I've, of course, I asked him a whole bunch of questions about what it takes and what's the process and how long it's going to take. He said, it's going to take a while. Basically it's a whole, it's basically, it's, it's an extensive check of everything. So I didn't really think anything of it. I thought it was a long shot. I'm thinking I'm probably not going to get this opportunity, but Hey, let me just fill it out and see what happens. So bang, bang, bang went through the steps, uh, turning all your paperwork and, Everything you had to do, background check, psych check, all that stuff. Every step I'm taking, like, just not believing in myself for some reason. I'm like, well, I passed this part, so I'm probably not going to pass the next part. Like, I done heard so many stories about the psych check and how a lot of people don't pass it or they just kick people out because of that or the wrong thing they might say or the right thing they might say. It's like that that whole psych check thing right there was kind of weird for me, but... Ended up passing it. So once I got past that point, after everybody was talking about how how hard it was to pass that or, or just like that. So I'm like, all right. So I got past that point. All right. So now I'm starting to get in my head like, damn, this actually might happen. So, OK, so now at this point, I'm just waiting, waiting for the next piece of mail to come in. And then I finally got my hire paper 
And they said, well, you know how that go, or some people might not. They send you the paper, like, all right, we're going to offer you this job, but then it's a couple bullet points under. We're going to offer you this this position as a firefighter if you complete these next steps, which was a, was it a physical exam, the drug test, all that stuff. The psych part was one of them. So just... Just going through all those steps, it was a lot. It was a lot of doubt for me, but just just thinking I wouldn't get the opportunity for some reason. But now that I like look back on that, like I never, I never was in these streets. I mean, you ain't gotta be in the streets to be to be messed up. It's like it takes a lot. You have to be damn near squeaky clean to get a career like this. So I wasn't in the streets. I ain't had no no arrests, no DUIs or anything like that. Thank God. I've been good all this time, so I kind of should have thought to myself, I'm going to get this easily, but, you know, nobody goes through that process and thinks anything like that. So I basically got hired, and I came in in 2017. I'm coming up on four years right now to be four years on May 1st. Four years on May 1st. So I came a long way. Came a very long way, a very long way with with a couple good people I graduated with, a couple assholes, you know, all that, that whole situation, a couple frauds, <laughs> a couple people that don't deserve this shit. But anyway, we're not going to get into that this episode. But so basically the next step was um the academy. Oh, man, the academy. I was going into that basically going off of stories because my, my father's a firefighter also. In the same city, like I said, my uncle, I like a lot of people I came in with, they already knew people on the job. I did not know anything, anything at all about the fire department when I, when I started the academy, besides the questions that I asked them. So, like, um, my father's a firefighter, he came home every day. Like, I, I didn't know anything about the job. I didn't really care about it, honestly, to even ask questions. Like, I just know it was to the point where I didn't even know his schedule. I just knew, like, he was home for a couple days. Then the next day, you know, he was doing 24 hours. So I'm like, I ain't even know. So I said, all right, whatever. So I just didn't know the days he would even be home or, the matter of fact, the day he would be gone because the schedule was, like, so weird to me. But, like I said, I wasn't interested in knowing anything about the fire service until I was actually about to start. So I'm like, all right, that's when I start asking questions and everything. But... Basically, the academy, man, it was, I didn't know what to expect. <clears throat> they know, I know, <clears throat> I had to be in good physical shape, which I was not at all. Not at all. Oh, my God. And that shit hit me so hard because I remember they had, like, for, I guess, because we, the class of 2017 was the first class and I want to say 11 or 12 years being hired in the city. So the last class was like way back when. So when we were coming in, they threw like they didn't throw. They they had like a training course, a small training course at a school that was right up the street from me. So, of course, I went to it and oh, my God, was that a wake up call for me? That. Mini training course kicked my fucking ass. Oh shit! Oh shit! It kicked my fucking ass. I mean, I heard this in the background. Finish him, bro. 
when I say, I mean, like, they, it started off light, but it's the steps, bro. It's the steps. So they had, like, a little a little uh, obstacle for the steps. It was, like, five or six steps on each side. You had to walk up one side, walk down the next side, turn around, come back with with a hose pack on your shoulder and a vest. So, I mean... You got through the beginning of the course And this, the steps was at the beginning of the course So I think you did like two Did like a a rope pull, all that stuff You did that And this is all to prepare Like this is to get you ready for the actual physical test That you had to pass In order to get this job So take it after I took that, man Anyway, so The steps This was about the third task Of this course and after that, I think you got about five or four or five more things after that. Man, they put that shit in the beginning on purpose. Because after that, your legs are gone. Them shits are gone. I'm telling you, I went up and down. The side. I mean, it's, it's cool at first. You go up and down a few times like, all right, this ain't shit. Next thing you know, your legs is getting tired. Like, them shit's getting heavier and heavier to pick up. When you finally get done and you drop that bag off your shoulder, you're like, all right, I'm going to be good. Your legs is gone after that. It's, it's like noodles. So then you got to do the other parts of the test. I can't actually remember all the obstacles of it, but I know like one of the last things was like a dummy drag. That had to be like the the thing before the last because you had to carry like a box, a box of shit for your last, uh for the last thing to finish the course off. But the dummy drag you had to lift it up. It was turned. It was turned the op- the opposite way from you. So you had to lift it up, put your arms in it. Matter of fact, on the course, the actual physical course, the official one, it was. It's like a rope wrapped around a dummy where you could drag it. But we didn't have that for the uh for the the little practice joint. So we had to put your arms under it and lift it up and drag. But you're walking back. So your legs are basically noodles when you're dragging this dummy. You're dragging this dummy backwards. So you lift it up, and you're basically backstepping. Oh, my God, my legs gave out twice. I fell. The dummy is on top of me. People was looking at me and like, bro. And it's so hard because your legs are dead. So it's hard to even get yourself up from under the dummy at this point. So, man, to sum all that shit up, dog, that shit. Was crazy and it woke me up. It woke me up from then on. I was training myself, getting ready for this physical test. I passed the physical test, thank God. And then after that, I started taking it more serious. It's like the academy is coming up. We're going to be doing all the same stuff in the academy, getting ready for the real job. So I started taking that more serious. I, I got got a little better with my physical fitness. I was still a little fat motherfucker, but. That that wore off over the years. So I'm, I'm I'm in a good place right now. But anyway, so breaking down the academy experience, man, it was it was different. It was very different. I mean, getting up that early and just just getting there. You know, you meeting new people. You dealing with authority figures that you never maybe never had to deal with in your life. A lot of people did with the their army and their military experience, so they were kind of used to the way things worked. I had no. No idea how it was going to be at all. That shit was a wake up call. So just getting there and and training in the morning, you know, doing a physical fitness part of the day, 
which is how we started the day with a run and then the warm ups and actual exercises and everything. So he knocked that part out pretty much in the beginning, which was good. And it was a lot of book work, man. It was a lot of book work. I, I, I went to college. I didn't finish, but I went to college. So I was kind of book work and tests aren't, aren't, they aren't that hard for me. Like I've learned that over my lifetime, like I've been kind of been a lazy motherfucker, like for a long time in my life. So it kind of took me a couple wake up calls to be like, yo, things might seem hard, but if you actually put in the work and study, bro, it's not hard. You just got to put in the time and the work to do it. Like, and that applies for a lot of things in life, man. If you give shit your time, you take it serious and you actually put in the work to do it. Shit is easy. It's easy, bro. Put in the time and do it. Like this is for y'all motherfucking lazy motherfuckers out there listening right now, bro. Like, if shit is hard, bro, prepare yourself for it. Apply yourself to it. Take the steps and the measures to to get yourself ready for these things. It won't be that hard, bro. Prepare. Preparation. Dedication. That is the key to a lot of things in this life, yo. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So the book work, I mean, uh, that wasn't that hard for me. I know it was hard for a lot of other people, but it, it that part wasn't that hard for me, and I'm I'm very blessed for that. I mean, even coming home, wife and two young kids at the time, it was kind of hard to actually find the time and the space to get things done without being bothered by. Young kids or have you had, I mean, after a long day in the academy, you had to come home and, and deal with life duties. I mean, hey, that's what you got to do. That's what you signed up for. This is your life. You got to take care of both aspects of it. So it all pay off in the end. So I I was blessed enough to get that done and the support system that I had. And my wife was behind me and taking care of the kids while I was getting done this, this new journey in life. And it all worked out. So. After the book part, I mean, then came, it wasn't fun at first because the shit was hard coming into it, not knowing what to expect from these tasks. But basically, like, I mean, like a lot of things like the burn building and roof operations, vehicle operations, basically like saving victims, like confined space training all right, so, I mean, the burn building, that's, of course, like, towards the end. You basically get into that stuff, like live fire and all that stuff. You, It's a lot of things you got to get done before that. I just, it's so distinct in my head because I remember my knees hurting so much every day because of all the left and right hand searches we had to do in that dark-ass building. You're just crawling on your knees, one hand on the wall, one hand out, Swiping around, searching, you kicking your leg out, bro. My knees, they used to be just like red and just hurting all day, every day, man. So I don't know why I just remember that part so vividly because the pain was real. But it was so many other things we had to do, man. Like I said, like the burn building came at the end. We was throwing ladders and all that good stuff. And, oh, my God, when I first had to drag a two-and-a-half, charge two-and-a-half, through the damn burn building That shit kicked my ass The countless steps we went up and down Every day man This shit Man if you getting into this 
I'm just letting you know what to expect. This shit ain't easy. And it ain't going to be easy. Bro, you could be in the best shape of your life, honestly. I don't give a fuck. This is going to be a whole different type of workout, man. It's going to kick your ass. It's very physical. It's very demanding. But it's getting you ready for the for the real world. It's getting you ready for the job, man. So if you can't handle this shit in the academy, bro, just just save everybody the time. Save save if if this shit ain't for you, like just just dip, man. Like give somebody else the opportunity. There's somebody else out there that wants it and that deserves it more than somebody that's going to just dick around with it and take it as a joke. Like this shit ain't no joke. Like when you pull up in a city to a real fire and and shit is going on and there's people yelling and there's people you got like you kind of got to have tunnel vision, but you got to be able to listen. You got to be able to take it all in and focus on the job at hand. It's going to be people that's that's standing right there looking at you like and they might be saying shit like, yo, what are you doing? Hurry up. There's people in there and there's people on the streets, but you got to be focused, man. You're there to do a job. So when you pull up to these burning buildings and you see in the flames and shit for the first time and. People were screaming or it might be somebody hanging out a window and there's smoke everywhere. The whole street is smoke covered. It's hard to breathe as it is, bro. Like if you're not ready for shit like that, it's other people out there that 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 are willing and that want to do this. So if this shit ain't for you, like 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 the intro say, man, the week need not apply, bro. Like this shit is real. This shit ain't no joke. You're not working at Walmart. Like take this shit serious. If this is what you want. By all means, go get it. But this shit is not a joke, man. Anyway, getting back to it, like, it was a lot of good things we learned in the academy, man. That shit definitely gets you in shape. Like, like the roof operations was my favorite part. Like, and, and coming into the academy, I was afraid of heights. I ain't gonna hold you. I was afraid of heights coming into the academy. And it's kind of weird because I, I I know I had to start climbing ladders and I wanted, I kind of, bro, it's crazy because I didn't know what to expect on a job. So of course everybody wants, wants to be an engine man and oh my God, I'm going to get on the nozzle and be on the tip and I'm the first one in, I'm going to just spray that shit and everybody's going to be clapping for me and shit, man, fuck all that, fuck all that. The real work is the truck work, baby. Truck work, I'm telling you, that shit ain't easy It's a thinking man's game The engine, I ain't downplaying the engine people and all that It's very, I spent a lot of time on the engine when I first came in actually So, it's it's glorious I mean, you on the tip, you the first one through the door And you basically, you're holding You're holding the key to the lock right there in your hands When you reach that fire And you open that line up and you put it out It's a great feeling, it's great you did. You did it. You you've com- basically completed eighty percent of the job by yourself by putting the fire out. That has to be done first. So it's a great feeling getting that done and knowing that you did that. So it's great, but 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 truck work is where it is, man. It's a real thinking man's game. A lot of captains and people that move up come from the truck company. Like I said, I'm not downplaying the engine or any of that. It's great, but you got to be able to think. You got to, when you're on a truck, like you got to think steps ahead. You got to know building construction. You got to know how the fire travels. You got to know 
everything when you pull up you got to size up this building you got to look for overhead wiring you got to look for all the obstructions and this is all why you're pulling up like i said the engine they dang they hop out they find the door they go grab the nozzle off or whatever part of the truck they taking it off it depends on how far you're trying to stretch and they go in and put the fire out but guess who opens that door up for them the truck company guess who does everything else all the engine is going there to do is put the shit out Guess who does everything else? The truck company. Come on, man. We basically working in coordination, but they have a simple task. And we, being the truck company, have all the rest of the tasks. People want to talk shit about this, about everything I'm saying, but I don't give a fuck because I'm laying this shit out straight for y'all. The truck company does a lot of the work, man. We, We basically opening up everything for you to go in there first. We can't. We got to open the door so y'all get in there, but you got to be core. You got to be working coordination with the engine company. You cannot open up everything until, I mean, a lot of people are going to understand what I'm saying because they have done the job. They're on the job or they know about the job. But a lot of people that are basically looking into getting into, into this career, they might not know what I'm talking about. So <clears throat> when the engine is ready to put water on the fire, you cannot basically before the engine goes in, you cannot ventilate the building completely because you're going to be opening access for air to get in and feed the fire. Once oxygen gets to that fire, the shit is going to turn into a shit show. The shit is going to get a lot worse. So you have to wait to the engine company is basically ready, ready to go, ready to hit the fire for you to start opening shit up. Because once they start hitting that shit, you got to open that shit up so everything can flow up out of there and it'll make shit a whole lot easier. Because when you go into a burning building, the shit ain't all the shit you see on TV, Chicago Fire and whatever the fuck else they playing there now. That shit ain't, man, that shit ain't real. You think you're going to walk into a burning building, it's, it's smoky as hell, it's pitch black in there. You cannot see your hand in front of your face. Nine times out of ten, nine point nine times out of ten, you will not be able to see a damn thing when you walk in that building. So, like I said on TV, when they walk in, they walking straight up. They doing what they got to do. Fire all around them. It's clear as day in there. Fuck no, you're gonna be scared as fuck when you walk into this building and you cannot see a fucking thing. It's happened to me plenty of times, bro. You don't know what's in front of you. You don't know where you're going. It's like you you don't know what's going to happen And it's scary as fuck But it's something you get adjusted to over time You basically, you got to calm yourself down And you got to know what's going on Shit takes a lot of training, a lot of preparation Working, like a whole lot of uh, Going around your district Like a whole lot of pre-planning Like bro, you have to be ready for every type of situation That's coming towards you Because like I said it's not going to be no just jumping into this shit, bro. It's scary as fuck. And you're not going to be able to see in there. So just get ready for shit like that. And I'm keeping it real. Like, I'm not going to tell you it's all peaches and cream when you get this job, bro. It's, it's, this shit is life life or death, for real. It really is. And at the end of the day, we all want to go home to our family. So that's what we're all there to make sure. Each and every person Goes home to their family that next morning, man. So make it easy for the people around you by knowing your job. Don't be an asshole and think you know everything. Just go running gung ho in the shit. No, bro, because you're making it harder for the people around you. And they're going to get on your ass for that. I'm telling you. 
Be on your P's and Q's, bro. Do your studying. Be up on your shit so you don't be the asshole there that's putting everybody's life in danger, man. I'm telling you. Don't be that asshole. So going back to the the things in the academy, man, the roof ops and everything, like cutting holes. Oh, my God. Cutting holes for the first time. That shit was amazing. But the whole roof ops, throwing ladders and basically, man, the uh, confined space shit, that was, that was kind of scary for me because I don't... I don't fuck with tight spaces, man. I, I hate that shit, but it's something you got to do because if something happens in a building, a collapse or something, you're stuck under some shit, bro, and you got space to get out, bro, it's going to be hard, but this is the shit that's getting you ready for that, man. So basically, man, the the whole academy thing, it was it was it was a very great experience. It got me ready, but like they used to tell you in the academy, bro, it's completely different. From being on a job The academy is getting you ready It's giving you the format But how you work in a city Is different man How you work in a city is is different It's it's not as, as different as the academy But the academy is a blueprint The city is a completely On the job is completely Completely different man So Alright moving on from that man Graduation Graduation was great man This was a whole Way long ago before COVID I don't know how graduations And all that shit is going now But It was great man It was a great feeling It was a it was a wonderful day man And Like The whole thing Like I said We was the first class For a few years Like Before the last hire Like it was a long time Before anybody got hired For the fire department So we came in like it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. So all of that, um, and then we all got our assignments, man. I was scared as hell. So when I got my papers looking on it and everything, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm getting sent to a ladder company. Like I said, at the time, I was still scared of heights, but I wasn't gonna let that shit show, dog. At that point, I was to the point where if I fall off a ladder, bro, that's it. What the fuck I'm going to do? I'm climbing this ladder regardless, life or death, because I'm climbing the ladders for a reason outside of training. Like, I'm not going to just climb ladders just to do it. Like, it's for a reason. So I'm going to go get that shit done. So I found I was going to a ladder company, man. When I got there, I have an amazing, an amazing captain, amazing captain. I can't give... Much more praise than I already do, man. He's fucking amazing. So he basically got me, got me, and like I said, another person I graduated with. He we went to the same company together, the same day, everything. So in the academy, I really didn't know him. Like he was with a whole, he hung out with different people in the academy than I did. So I'm coming in like, damn, I'm going in with this dude. I don't know how he sees me, or he don't know how I see him. So I'm hoping this goes good. So. Basically coming out, I said my captain got us ready. We did a whole lot of training. We still do a lot of training to this day, which is great. But sometimes you don't feel like doing that shit. But he basically got us. He got us through it, man. He got us in tip top ready. We're always ready on the job. We're always prepared for anything that comes towards us because we 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 train every single day we go in, man. There's a lot of captains. And I ain't throwing on about it. Man, fuck all that. There's a lot of captains out there that don't do Shit with their crew and it shows on the fire ground, man. But 
moving on from that, man. Like I said, the first day on the job, man. Bro, hold up. First of all, in, the, in graduation, I remember the senior man in my company was at the graduation. The first thing he said to me was, damn, you're fat. Like, <laughs> Just hearing that, like, the devastation that took place in my body, like, that's the first thing my senior man has to say to me. Damn, you're fat. We got to get you in shape, bro. That shit had my confidence go. Oh, man, I was embarrassed as fuck. So I took that as a challenge, though. I, I got my shit together. So the first day on the job, man, it was it was pretty normal. Nothing Nothing major happened, basically broke down everything we should be doing as probies, which is newcomers for anybody that doesn't know. It basically broke down everything, you know, the cleaning, what you're supposed to do when you come in, what you're supposed to do when you get before you get off a shift and all that stuff. Basically, probie shit. Basically, we had to do everything, all the cleaning in the house. They didn't want us cooking yet because they didn't know if we were good cooks, so they didn't throw us up in there yet, but... We had to basically catch on quick. We had to show what we could do in the kitchen, but we basically had to prep everything because they wasn't making us cook. They didn't know what the fuck we know how to do. So basically the first day, you know, it was good, man. It was a lot of learning, a lot of getting to know everybody, different personalities, but everybody was cool for the most part. Then you got your basic dickheads and the dummies that want to fuck with you and think they so godly and above every fucking body because they've been here, but they still fucking shit birds to this fucking day. You got them people that want to come in and get on you and shit when they last two minutes on a fucking job. But anyway, so yeah, man. So what to ex- what is expected of you when you first come in, man? You're basically expected to, to step up and do what the fuck you got to do, man. Like, these motherfuckers got a low tolerance as they should, and they don't want to keep reminding you of shit to do. Like when you get there, they're gonna, of course, they're gonna break down what you need to be doing. But after that first time of them telling you, it might be okay for them to tell you twice, or maybe even a third time after that, just to remind you. But bro, know what you got to do. Like nothing makes them happier. Like do what you got to do. Without anybody having to tell you shit, dog, just get that shit done and they will respect you so much more. Like make a good name for yourself coming in here, man, because if you don't, the shit will be relentless. I'm telling you, they will be on your ass for a long time. The name you make for yourself, that shit is going to follow your whole damn career. And I'm telling you, man, make a good name for yourself. That shit matters, man. I'm telling you, be yourself. But if you have to change any habits to be better, do that shit, man, and get ready. Don't be a shit bird, man. Do not, do not, do not be a fucking shit bird, man. You could be the laziest motherfucker if you got here off a whim, some lucky ass reason. When you get here, don't be lazy anymore, bro. Get out of that habit. You're not going to last. You're not going to last, bro. Don't be lazy. Do what you got to do. Handle your business before anybody got to tell you that shit twice, bro. Never get comfortable. Never get complacent. You Like, we're still, like, we're the last. Nah, we're not the last class to come in. But we're still expected to do what we got to do no matter how long you've been on. It's not only for your probie year or basically your probie until the next class come in, but 
a lot of people will call you pro after that, but it don't matter. But don't get complacent. Like even though it's people are under you, don't don't be the asshole in the kitchen. To be like, oh, because they gonna look at you like when you in the kitchen still, when you still in your younger years, but you got people that came in after you. You're expected to help this person. You're expected to still do what you're supposed to do. Don't fucking stand there while the new guy that came in after you is doing the dishes. And then when somebody look at you like, yo, why you ain't helping him? Oh, that, oh, that's my pro. He going, no, man, shut the fuck up and get that man some help, dog. Don't be that asshole because that's people's people's going to start hating you, dog. You don't be that way, yo. I'm telling you, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here that do shit like that, yo. It's a lot. Like, get your head out your ass, man, because you basically making a bad name for yourself. Do what, do what is expected of you and beyond that. Make a good name for yourself, man. So basically um transfers and moving just when you're getting settled like like I said when I came in I went straight to a ladder company and I was there for a few months and luck I got I got transferred to an engine company but luckily it was in the same house so we have a ladder company and an engine company all in the same house so so I was luckily transferred from the ladder to the engine in that same place. So it kind of wasn't a big move. I was still around the same people as if in I would have got transferred to a different engine, like somewhere else in the city. Then it would have been a big change that early. But I was luckily got transferred in that same house. So it all worked out, man. That shit happens, bro. Like you got to be open. Like you go to meet new people regardless. You're going to meet new people regardless. So if you get transferred, bro, just just take it and just deal with it, man. Like, take it as an opportunity to meet some new people. Learn things from, like, everybody in this job is going to give you different gems. Yo, you got to take it all in, decide what works for you and who works for you. But at the same time, you don't you don't really have a you don't really have a choice, bro. If you get transferred, you can put in for another transfer. But that, that shit is not, that is kind of frowned upon. So, Take what you got to do and come on, man. Take the opportunity to learn from somebody else and be around new people, man. Senior man, that is a very, a very coveted position in the firehouse, man. This is basically the person that has been in this company the longest, been on the job the longest, if you want to say. And this person is basically a chain of command. So it, before anything goes to the captain, you go to your senior man. If you have any concerns, questions, or anything like that, go to your senior man. If he's a good senior man, he will handle that for you. He will answer all your questions. You should not have to go to your captain or beyond that to your chief to ask anything. Your senior man, basically his job is to get you acquainted with what you need to be doing, what what your company Persists of what you what you should be doing everything everything in that aspect your senior man is there to do so get it get acquainted with him get get to know him like pick his brain because he holds a lot he's been there a long time he holds a lot of the knowledge of the job and let me get this straight if you have a good senior man some shit birds out there but anyway a good senior man will will take care of you he's not he's not there to hold your fucking hand so. Get what you can get from him and stand on your own two feet. He He's not there to babysit you. He's there to explain shit to you to a certain extent of where you should have it down packed after that. 
So like I said, senior man is a very important position and get to know that man. The captain, though we all know the importance of that. He's there to lead the crew. Like pick his brain too, man. It's a very smart he has to be a very smart man if he got ah, he don't have to be because like I said, there's some motherfuckers out there. But anyway, the captain holds a lot of good information, man. If you you basically need to get to know him the most, like He's there to take care. He's there to lead the crew, man. So, very two very important positions right there, man. When you get there, man, show show them that you want to learn a job because you, if you come in there just to, I don't know, not getting this job just to make money. Like a lot of motherfuckers get this job just for the title, just to say that they're a firefighter, like just to wear the uniform and be seen. Just to wear the uniform and be seen as this important person. No, bro, if you're not there to learn the job and be an asset to this company in the city that you work in, you're not there for the right reasons, though. When you get there, show you want to learn the job, ask questions, want to train, show that you want to train. Like, the only dumb question is the question that's not asked. Ask anything, man. I'm telling you. If people are getting on your ass about asking, Dumb shit, air quotes, dumb shit. Bro, they they not there to lead you in the right direction. Nothing is dumb, bro. If you need to know something, ask that dumb shit so you won't have to ask it later after you make a mistake, bro. Ask what you got to ask, man. I'm telling you, bro, show that you want to learn the job. And, yo, listen, listen up. Do not, coming in. I don't give a fuck if you volunteer before. I don't give a fuck if you every job that came in to see. I don't give a fuck if you rode your bike there, drove your car there, been around fires and know everybody. Like when you first come in, bro, don't don't come in there acting like you know everything or you know more than the person that's been there. You might sometimes. You might, but don't go in there with a big ass hair, bro, because they gonna they gonna put you on your ass. I'm telling you, they gonna level your ass right the fuck out. Don't go in there with a big head acting like you know more than the motherfucker that's been there way longer than you, man. I'm telling you, don't be that asshole. Man, housework, cooking, cleaning. Bro, you, that's, I, I went over that already. When, when you get there, that's your job. Nobody else's job. Shouldn't nobody be else picking up a, a mop, a broom, none of that. When you first come in, that's your job. All that shit, dishes. And they gonna tell you. They gonna let you know, man. So when you come in, you you handle all that shit, bro. Don't don't be the one waiting around for somebody to tell you to do this or do that. Cause they gonna get in your ass. They gonna get in your ass, bro. Get on your shit and do everything you need to do. And when duty calls, man, you always put in the work, bro. Like I said, this first coming in, you might you might catch some jobs and you might run into some shit where that you didn't have the chance to be taught about. So when you when you get these situations, bro, you do your best, bro. Never, never be the first one on the knee, bro. Never be the first one saying you need a break, bro. Get that shit your all. Don't be the one leaning up against the wall in the building or sitting down or outside sitting on the curb, bro. Get that shit your all, bro. You're making a name for yourself when you first come in. Don't be the one that's looked at as a lazy motherfucker, bro. Get that shit your all. No matter how tired you are, 
It's to a certain extent, of course. Like, don't go in there passing the fuck out because they really gonna make fun of you. But get that shit your all, man. Don't don't be the lazy motherfucker. Don't run in there all pumped up, tunnel vision. Exert all your energy in the first five minutes, and then you just you useless the whole fucking the whole job. Like, come on, bro. Don't don't be that one, and definitely don't be that one talking shit about all the shit you can do and. How you get shit done and then get there And then you the first dumbass sitting down Like Don't be the dummy Do not be the dummy Never ever 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 let your superiors Outwork you man ever That's coming back to that reason Don't be the first one in the job Sitting down like bro If if shit gotta be done If 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 y'all Wrapping up the job Basically the fire is out so now Talking in, in truck company terms It's time to overhaul basically So you should be the one with that pipe pulling hand. You should be the one pulling ceilings You should be the one taking that wall out Don't let your senior man do it Unless it's a lot of work to be done And y'all working in coordination Don't ever be the one standing to the side Not doing shit Take that tool from your senior man Or the next person in your company That's been there longer than you Don't ever let your captain do that shit If somebody Tries to take your tool from you bro You say no What do you need done You ask them what they what they need done Don't let them take your shit and do that shit bro They gonna punk you Don't let nobody punk you for your tools man You go in there and you do that shit You handle that Don't let nobody outwork you And I don't give a fuck who it is If you wanna make a good name for yourself You get that shit your all You go in there and you handle that shit And that's that's basically as I'm saying, man. Give it your all every single time, every single time, every single job. It ain't even gotta be a job, bro. It could be the like any. I learned that too. It could be a simple alarm system call. Oh, bro, don't get complacent. It could be an alarm system call, and you getting on the truck. Uh, you taking your time and. Putting your clothes and shit on You ain't pack up yet bro Take every single call seriously When you pull up to that alarm system And that building is blazing You you, you already wasted precious time Now you gotta hurry up Put your pack on You see smoke now Bro that's all time Where you could have been ready to go And now it took you longer It took you a few seconds Like a few seconds Or even a minute That shit can make the biggest difference In a fire situation I'm telling you bro Be ready Every single call for the worst Every single time Be ready There will be mistakes made Learn from them quickly There will be mistakes made Learn from them quickly Because nobody's going to keep Dealing with you making the same mistake Bro they're going to get in your ass They're going to get in your ass So when you make a mistake If you got to ask questions about what you did wrong And somebody takes the time to explain what you did wrong Learn from that shit bro Because come the next time You better be on your shit Cause you maybe only got one more mistake after that Because One make the same mistake twice It might Alright alright It happens But like bro Take that shit serious You make a mistake Be on your shit the next time Get that shit right Never let anyone put you down Or discourage you man Like it's gonna be It's definitely First hand It's definitely Definitely people out there That you work right next to man they might act like your best friend, but they the motherfucker that's going to talk behind your back as soon as you make a mistake. They're going to go do overtime or something, or they're going to go home and talk to their friends and say, oh, this 
this dumbass motherfucker, he did this, this and that, and this and that, looking like a dumbass. Like, bro, you don't don't let these people discourage you because like <laughs> the firehouse is like is high school, man. Is it's a whole lot of girls in there that talk and they run their mouth and they go back and forth and. Anything positive you're trying to do, it's going to be motherfuckers out there that's going to try to shit on it and laugh at you. Bro, they just wish they was in your position, man. They just wish they was, had the balls to do what you was out here trying to do. But, but anyway, like I said, man, just don't let them discourage you, man. You got to you gotta be your own self. Like, hey, you make a mistake. Like I said, learn from it. Don't let anybody put you down because it's dead. They're going to be out there to do it, I'm telling you. They're going to take that shit, bro. You got to have thick skin because <laughs> people going to test you. They're going to test you. And it might be weird for some people that didn't come in that's not in this career yet or they want to be. So it's it might sound weird because we're all supposed to be working together. It's supposed to be a brotherhood, yo, for real. Brotherhood, sisterhood, all that. We're supposed to all be working together and have each other's back. Nope. You might think that. But, hey, in some situations, it might be perfect. I might be wrong, but. In a lot of situations, it's going to be the hater or it's going to be the people that just talk behind your back. Bro, you got to have thick skin, bro. Don't don't let that shit get to you. They're going to test you. They're going to test you, man. But, yeah, man, so wrapping everything up, like, overall, man, four years on a job, would I have done anything different? Nah, man, I mean, I would have basically, like... I would have took the physical fitness part like a little a little bit more serious. I mean, once you come in, once you on the job, you're gonna eat good. That's one thing in the fire department. You're gonna eat good, man. A lot of these guys know how to cook. You're gonna learn how to cook. So you're gonna come home, you're gonna cook good, bro. You're gonna you're gonna put on some weight when you first get in here, bro, because we eat good in the fire department every day. Every day. So I would I would have definitely took that. I would have watched. What I ate over the time, like it is hard because the temptation is there. That food smell good and every bro, it's hard. It's hard, but yeah, man. For the most part, I wouldn't. I probably would have had more tougher skin, but like over time, I I regained everything, man. Like I, as far as I know, I didn't make a bad name for myself. Like I I go to jobs like we. I do everything I can do. Like I put my best foot forward, and that's that's basically all you could do, man. Try not to be a shit bird, but like you got to be prepared for the shit that's to come, and that's that's the only way you can be. You got to be prepared. You got to prepare yourself for the for the worst situations, and that's the only way you're gonna see it through, man. I'm telling you, just be ready. I have no regrets at all. Like I love this job. Like I think about it. Every damn day I work 24 hours and I'm off for three days after that. Like every single day after that, I'm either waiting for an overtime call or I'm thinking about going to work, man. I'm always ready to go because I have the hunger. I have the fire to learn more every day, man. And I'm blessed to have an amazing captain that keeps me on my toes and he teaches me something new every day. Like I love it. I just love being there, man. If I had a choice to go back, would I change anything at all? I wouldn't change a thing. Besides, like I said, taking the uh, the physical part, because bro, I done early on, even like a year or two after that being in, like you might think shit like this is going back towards like you got to be prepared, man. Like train off the job, get your ass in the gym, because. 
it's not a worse feeling when you catch a job and you you tired as fuck before anything has been done. Like, bro, that is the worst feeling ever. Getting in there and you know you got a job to do. You know you got ceilings to pull. You know you got shit to get done. And your body just like, no, I can't do it, bro. Get your body together. Like that's that's part of your job. Being in physical, being physically fit, is part of your job. Like there's families out there counting on you to to save their property, to save their loved ones, to save even the things they have in there, their property. Like, bro, they counting on you. They know it wasn't easy for you to get this job. They might think it was, but like, bro, you, this is your job. This is your career. You're going in there to take care of them. You're there for the community. So when you pull up, be ready. Be ready because they expect a lot from you, man. And and you're there to do it. This is what you got the job for. This is what you signed up for, man. So wrapping up this first episode, man, I I thank everyone for listening in and I'd had some some amazing support already. I know this episode was long overdue. I've been meant to get in here. Like I got sidetracked. I have another podcast called Europe OB if you want to run over and listen to that too. But got kind of sidetracked with that. So but now nah, we getting shit rolling, man. We getting shit rolling. I'm I'm coming here to to put out put out this content weekly now. So just just stay tuned and and just rock with me, man. Rock with me. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? So I catch on the next episode, man. First do fam. We out. First do Man. They telling me I'm an icon. I just started. I just started. I just started. They be asking me like, "What's that? What you got on you?" Self-employed. What else? Let's get it. Let's get Scully on with the ice on. Flex hard with a my yarn. Look through my wrist and it's my time. Telling me that I'm an icon. All eyes when I come. Feel my energy, they overwhelm. Try to play me, that's a dummy move. Congratulations, just play yourself. Asking me how I got.